Welcome to the $100 MBA show, the business podcast you reach for to improve your business every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn the five principles of starting a tech startup. For those who have been following me, you know that I run a software company, Webinar Ninja. I started it back in 2014, and I learned a lot of hard lessons along the way. If you're thinking about starting a tech startup today, here are five principles I think you should live by to improve your chances of success. These are the five principles I wish somebody taught me when I got started back in 2014. These are critical, critical, critical. If you get these right, it's hard for you to actually fail because they protect you. They make sure you're on the right path. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Podia. Are you looking to put together and sell an online course, a downloadable of some kind, or start a membership site? One of the biggest challenges in doing that is the technology. How do you put together your sales pages and your course pages and make sure access is secure and collect payment? There's so many complications and there's so many complicated options out there. This is why we love Podia. Podia is the easiest way to sell any kind of online course, downloadable, or start selling a membership. I'm speaking out of experience. I use Podia to sell our courses. What I love about it is that it's clean, it's great looking, and it's simple so I don't fiddle around. In fact, I put together my last online course in about one hour. I'm talking about A to Z done, but don't take my word for it. Give it a try for free. Sign up for Podia's 14-day trial over at podia.com slash MBA. Again, that's podia, P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. All right, let's jump right into the five principles of starting a tech startup. Principle number one is validate everything. When you're an expert in another area, let's say you're a great volleyball player. You played volleyball for 30 years in your life. Maybe you even were a semi-pro. There are things you know instinctually about volleyball. You feel the sense of like, I know what's right. I know what's good. The eye test, so to speak. And therefore, if you delivered a course on volleyball, you would probably do pretty well. You know your stuff. But when it comes to software, it's a different ball game. You may think you know what customers want. A lot of people feel like, hey, if it scratches my itch, that should be enough. It's not enough. You have to validate because you need enough people, enough of an audience that thinks that they need this product in order for you to be a viable business. We're trying to be a viable business here, not just a novelty or some sort of hobby project. And you need customers for that. So you need to validate everything every step of the way from the moment you start until you actually sell the business one day or whatever your goals are. The point here is, is that you have to validate and that includes in the beginning with a minimal viable product. Don't just assume that people will love this thing when it's finished, uh, when it's in its deluxe form. No, what you want to do is create the most minimal viable version of your idea that solves one pain, one major pain. And you want to do this as quickly as possible because if it doesn't get validated by the audience, by the people that actually are interested in this, whether you're using beta users, whether you're giving free access, whatever, if people don't give you great feedback or are willing to you know, use it or pay for it with maybe pre-sales, 
You need to pivot quickly, change, improve it. Use that feedback for good. So validate everything, especially in the beginning when you're trying to get your footing. Principle number two, and I kind of hinted at it uh, in the first principle, and that's when you try to solve many problems, you solve no problems. The best startups start with solving one specific problem, and they just do it really well. They really solve the problem very, very well. Just one single thing. It actually accomplishes one single goal. I can give you countless examples. PayPal, I can send money via email. That's really what it does. That's it. In the beginning, that's all it did, okay? Dropbox, cloud storage. I could store uh, my files in the cloud and access them anywhere. That's really all it did. That's it. And for the most part, that's all it does right now. That's really its, its value metric. That's really what it does. So just focus on being a solution to a problem, a great solution to a problem. A lot of us, when we start a new tech company, we're like, it could do this and that and that and that. And what happens is it's really hard to describe to people what it does and its benefits versus like my company does X, that's it, done. And it's just clear to people, oh, I could see the, you know, the value in that. So just solve one problem, at least at the beginning, just do this at the beginning, nail that solution get some traction, and as your company grows, you could start solving other problems that your customers have, but start with one, really nail the solution. Principle number three, high quality, low complexity. That's really what you wanna aim for with a really good tech startup. A really high quality product, something that is reliable, that doesn't crash, that is very easy to use in a very specific way. High, high quality, but very low on the complications, meaning, it's not bloated. It's not trying to do so much. There's not a huge learning curve for the user. There's not too much to get lost and get overwhelmed by. These types of products, these types of apps really succeed because it gets the, the customer or the user really onboarded really quickly and it gets them adopted to the app very easily and makes it indispensable to them because, hey, this thing does this. I get it. I've mastered it very quickly. And I can use it over and over. And by the way, the simpler, the simpler your software is, the easier it is for you to maintain, to solve problems, to fix bugs, the more reliable it is, the more stable it is, the simpler, the better. Keep it simple. This should be a mantra in your whole business, okay? Because this is really gonna allow you to save yourself a whole bunch of headaches in the future. The more complicated your app is, the more chance it will have to crash, to have problems, to have bugs. This is just well known. Many uh, apps that have so many features, every time they do an update, there is a chance something's gonna break because of that update. So especially at the start, be super simple, but really have high quality. Now with any tech startup, uh, you're going to need some help, okay? Even if it's a co-founder or you know, you're hiring some freelancers, it's very hard to do everything in a tech startup. To design the product, to design the UX UI, to develop, you know, to code, to do all the DevOps, all the server management, to lead the team. And by the way, you gotta market and sell this product and do customer service and do promotions and have policies and all that kind of stuff, right? You're gonna have to start building a team. And when you do that, Really emphasize on getting the best people you can. I rather you hire two really high quality people than hire five mediocre people or even six or seven mediocre people. I've hired developers that actually produce as much work, high quality work as 10 other developers. 
That's why it's so important to really get quality team members. That's principle number four, quality team members. You get what you pay for. You have to spend. It's better for you to have less and then get the best as much as possible. Great workers, great communicators, great team members. And principle number five, when it comes to starting a tech startup, double everything, okay? Everything you plan on doing, double it, okay? The amount of time you think it's going to take to develop the beta uh, product, double that time. You think it's going to take three months? Plan on six months. That's just the reality of tech. And you could tell me a million things. Uh, people should know how to stick to deadlines. That's just not the real world. The real world is that there are delays. There are things that come up and people just are bad at estimating. So double it. Budget-wise, double your budget when it comes to uh, what you think you're going to spend. How many uh, leads you're going to need to convert the number of customers you need to launch with? Double it. So you say, hey, I just need you know a hundred first customers. So I only need about you know a thousand leads because I can convert at ten percent. No, get two thousand, get three thousand, double those numbers. So double your numbers is principle number five. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from our very own Webinar Ninja. Looking for a webinar platform to host your live tutorials, classes, or special events? Feel like you're stuck on a never-ending journey to find that perfect webinar software that's not going to break the bank? We get it. That's why we created Webinar Ninja, an all-in-one webinar software that allows you to host live, automated, hybrid series webinars all in one place. Webinar Ninja also has built-in tools for marketing and selling your digital products during and after your webinar. Whether you're doing a live course, a sales webinar, or building your email list with automated webinars, we have everything you need to get the job done. Each plan includes unlimited registrations and webinars. You can also insert pre-recorded videos right inside your live events. Webinar Ninja has been ranked as a top webinar software for the last six years. Not only because it does the job, but it does it well and it's easy to use. Some users say it's the easiest software they've ever used. Want to check it out? Every week we run a live webinar demo and we walk you through everything Webinar Ninja has to offer so you can find out if it's the perfect webinar software for you. Just go to WebinarNinja.com workshop to sign up for our next live demo. Again, that's WebinarNinja.com workshop. To wrap up today's lesson, the five principles that I shared with you today in starting a tech startup are the principles I wish somebody told me at the start of my journey. Go back, rewind them, write them down, keep them handy, put them on a post-it note on your laptop just to remind you to stick to them. Thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love this podcast and you've been wanting to start your first online business for some time, then I encourage you to check out my new audio course on Himalaya called Start Your First Online Business over at Himalaya.com slash MBA. And guess what? If you use my special promo code MBA, you can get a 14-day free trial. That's an exclusive trial that I can offer my people. So go ahead and check out my 10-part audio course, Start Your First Online Business over at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use promo code MBA. Before we go, I want to leave you with this. Tech startups are very attractive because people feel like they grow and they scale and they can be incredible. And that's true, but you really need to get the market right and the audience right to be able to scale a tech company. It's not really about the product, so to speak. I know that sounds crazy, but it's the truth. 
you really need to go to a market that is really willing to buy. It's good to have competitors. It's good to have a place where people are buying, but go to an underserved audience. A good example of this is Canva. People need graphic design. It's just a staple of business and work and life and school, but not everybody knows Photoshop. So Canva created a product for people that are low tech, that don't know Photoshop, that want to do some simple graphic design that looks great. So they went to a very busy market, graphic design, and served an underserved audience. Go for that and you'll find it a lot easier to scale. Thank you so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode, Q&A Wednesday. I'll see you then. Take care.